Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome, everyone. I'm Nick Vassos. Today, we have a special edition of Signal Hill. Fox Force John Hole talks with a Liberty High School student and a member of the Clay County's African-American legacy about their attempts to get a lynching memorial placed on the Clay County Courthouse lawn. Hello and welcome to the Signal Hill podcast as we uh, do a little history lesson today. I'm John Holt with Fox 4 News. Our podcast today coinciding with a special piece we ran on Fox 4 News at 10 o'clock. We hope you had a chance to see it. If not, we're going to expand on the topic of uh, Clay County history here with a couple of individuals who uh, I think have a great story to tell. We'll begin with uh, Audrey McBride, who's a junior, soon-to-be rising senior at Liberty High School. Audrey, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And A.J. Bird, who's the president of the Clay County African-American Legacy, which is housed in the uh, Garrison School, the old historic school, A.J., uh, which I think is pretty cool. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about your connection there. You, you actually attended school in the building you now occupy. With I, the I did. Yes, I did. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for being here. Well, let's start, Audrey, with... Uh, a little holiday trip you made, Christmas time trip, this past Christmas to Montgomery, Alabama. Tell us about that trip. So my mom saw a segment on 60 Minutes about this lynching museum sort of memorial that was brand new. So we went to the museum in Montgomery, and it was really moving. And then we headed over to the new memorial there, which had all of the lynchings from all the counties across the U.S. and the names of those victims um, in these memorials. We'll so, forgive you, by the way, for watching 60 Minutes because it's on another network. And I watch it too. I watch it too. That's okay. No, it's all right. Uh, so you, you, you would go there, but you're not, you didn't really have an agenda here, right? You were just, it was history, an opportunity to learn about a part of history in, in the country, and you, you stumbled upon something that you found very, well, shocking, I guess. Tell us about that. It was really shocking that there were two lynchings in Clay County, and the museum actually had a way that each county could claim their own memorial to install so the locals could get to see it. So I thought it would be a great opportunity for my county to claim theirs so we could see this in a public space. You were touched, I know, when we sat down and did our original interview by what you experienced that day. Yeah, the sheer number of victims and seeing the, the monument and they, the sculptures resembled those victims hanging because when you, you were able to walk under them through this park almost, um, it was really quite moving. Each of those pillars representing one of the 800 counties where lynchings occurred and yeah. that number that they put on it is 4,084. And two of them had happened in Clay County, and you came across them. Yeah. For the record, we, we might mention uh, the two in, include Henry Darley and Walter Mitchell, a 
hundred in nineteen twenty five, which may certainly surprised me that they were occurring that late mm -hmm. um, in our history. Uh, Missouri had a total of sixty. Kansas had nineteen lynchings. Uh, most of the lynchings in the extreme south, as as you learned on your trip, right? Yes, that's correct. So you walk away from that, you come home, and there's just something sparked in you. Yeah, um, after seeing this, it, since it was so moving to me, I just felt like this piece of history is really overlooked, and that Clay County embracing this um, and educating locals and claiming their monument would just... I thought it would be a good idea, and since I was so moved, I thought that other people around me would be able to relate to it, to me, and see that this happened here in our county, and as late as it did, too. You told us something that I thought was rather interesting. You, you obviously live in Liberty. You're downtown a lot. You walk by the courthouse. You spend time in, the, in this town square, as it were, and, and you walked by the very spot of one of those lynchings not knowing what had happened there. Yeah, so in the square there's the courthouse building and I had had school events on the stairs there. I had just walked by there uh, in my childhood and never really realizing that somebody was murdered here without a fair trial. They were, you know, surrounded by mobs of people um, taunted, beaten, dragged through the streets, um, and finally murdered on the stairs there. So it was really shocking to me that something right here, we walk by every day almost, and we don't really know the history that happened here. Most of us don't know the history, and you didn't know the history because you say it's not taught in your schools. No, the this isn't part of our curriculum but we are trying to move forward with this piece of curriculum added to the history. <laughs> sort of another, another, yeah. another and role the, that you, the memorial marker was kind of your initial mm -hmm. uh, starting, and this sort of gives us a nice way to transition into AJ, who's with us today as well. And tell me first how you two met. Uh, we met as a result of uh, one of your personnel reaching out to, 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 to myself because I'm connected with the Garrison Cultural Center and uh, sharing the story and knowing that I'm very closely connected with, with Clay County history, African-American history in particular. As a matter of fact, on, on that same day, some of us went down to the square where we looked at a memorial that reflects the contributions that African-Americans have made to Clay County since its beginning. And so we were introduced uh, by some of your staff, but uh, I feel like she's almost a soulmate because she gets this, uh, how crucial this is. Uh, before we can change our future, we have to understand our past and, and confront it head on. And this young lady has done that. She's confronted it and seen what it is for real and is now ready to move forward and make sure that everyone has a clear understanding of what happened in our past and how lynchings have impacted and still ripple through our, through our culture today. Uh, when African Americans are, are inappropriately uh, impacted on the streets, uh, either by public officials, police, or whatever, the history that, that follows them. Uh, I had a recent opportunity to talk to a, a young man whose father was from Mississippi and lived in Mississippi uh, during the time um, when uh, 
the young man that was 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 uh, beaten uh, badly. Uh, his body was shown in in Chicago. Um, I'm struggling with the name right now. Yeah. Emmett Till. Yes. Emmett Till, and he shared with me that the ripple effect in Mississippi, not just in that county where this young man was brutally beaten and killed, it it spread itself throughout Mississippi and throughout the whole country, and the kind of impact it had, mm-hmm. and was one of the key elements that begin to turn history and for people to address uh, the wrongs and the ills of racism. Mm-hmm. And so this is what she is doing right now. She's saying, let's face it head on, let's address it, let's, let's acknowledge it, and then let's move forward and make a change in our history. I, I think it's a very crucial step. And so I'm just deeply impressed with her, her insight uh, into this. And, and, and she is sharing with me that she's gonna send me a letter sharing that, uh, because I also happen to be a Liberty School Board member, She's going to share with me uh, the reasons why she thinks this, this should be integrated into uh, Liberty Public Schools curriculum at some level. Do you find any irony in the fact that, and, and we were there with everyone when we saw the, the plaque or the, the, the water fountain and the memorial honoring those who helped sort of the pioneers, African-American pioneers who helped settle Clay County, Absolutely. celebrating them? Yes that there's no mention of the dark part of that African-American history in Clay County. I, I had heard some very vague stories as a young man uh, from, from a, a man who, as I recall it, experienced uh, this hanging that taken place of Mr. Mitchell. Uh, but the story was so vague and there was so little information. And over time, I've become more familiar with it. But yes, uh, you knew of the one, as I recall. I knew of the one, this yeah. Walter Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, but the details in terms of it happening on the public square, I believe that was not Walter Mitchell. It was another one. Yeah. But, yes, uh, but the one on the square I was not aware of. And so even here is bringing new information uh, to to the Clay County African American Legacy, to the Garrison Cultural Center. Henry Darley was the 1900 one on the square. That's correct. And that's where, Audrey, you'd like to see the marker placed is at the courthouse on the public square. Yes. And what's the plan to do that? You, you plan to reach out to the county commission and make your presentation to them, hopefully. Yeah, I'll probably have to go in front of the committee and get something put in action. Mm-hmm. So tell me about the connection between you two. Um, you met. Yes. And I know, AJ, you've, you've signed on and you want to help support uh, it's, it's an interesting alliance, isn't it? The young teenager, white suburban teenager, and the keeper of black history in Clay County who lived it in a certain respect growing up. Yes. You've come together now for a common purpose. Truly, uh, this is what it's all about, is, is the generation that's coming behind us, uh, having grown with the knowledge and insight. I think it's a result of family, of the education that she's had thus far, and so she really appreciates what life's about and respects diversity and uh, believes in equality uh, operating. And so, uh, like I said, I think she, she's like a soulmate, that she gets it. Uh, and oftentimes, uh, the older generation struggles with that. Mm-hmm. So what she, what she brings to the table is, is hope, and she's willing to act on hope and, and see these promises fulfilled that uh, full equality will be will be gained, and, and, and the way we do that is con- to continue to educate ourselves, and this is what this process is about that she's talking about mm-hmm. in terms of establishing this memorial in Liberty uh, on the uh, Clay County Courthouse lot. Audrey, what's your, what's your strongest argument 
that you'll make before the three-member county commission that Liberty and Clay County should host this memorial? Well, I'll just tell them as the Equal Justice Initiative said, justice is a constant struggle. So this will be a reminder of that statement for all to see. AJ, is that, will that be good enough? I think that the, the county is going to listen. Uh, I think they're prepared to listen and will understand as, as she brings, as Audrey brings her story forward. And there's also another great opportunity here is that to, to learn more about this Equal Justice um, Memorial in Montgomery, Alabama, which de delves deeply into the history of lynching and, and its violence that it uh, perpetrates. Uh, and so it's, it's a great opportunity to, to, for our citizens to grow and change. Both of you have alluded to the fact that we learn from history so as not to repeat those dark parts of our past. And I thought, AJ, you made an interesting comparison about your Jewish brothers who, who've made very clear to spread the word about the Holocaust. Explain what you meant by that and why you think that's a good, a good example of what we're trying to do here. Well, for example, the, the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C., and not to say there aren't other examples, but it's a, it's a fantastic memorial, living memorial that uh, brings the message home. Uh, I shared with my experience, it's a huge complex, uh, four to five stories that takes you several hours to tour. Uh, and you start, when you first go into the complex, you start on the fourth floor and work your way down. And the, the, the point of where the message is clear and that everyone is on the page and that they've reached an emotional level that complements what is taking place in this experience of, of, of what was happening to these uh, Jewish families uh, all over Europe was that when you reached the second, I believe the first floor, second floor, where there was a glass-like bridge, and inside these bridges and casements were shoes of real people who had actually worn these shoes and then been collected and placed there. The, the, the group that I was with, as we toured uh, all these floors, we arrived the second floor. It was extremely quiet, and when you really realized we were all in tears, the message had been brought home to us. And, and, and so never should we forget, forget what happened there and would prevent anything like that from happening in the future. Just as we speak to this, yeah. uh, that the atrocities of lynching, uh, as Andre very pointed out, that uh, hung without a trial, no, no peers, no information shared, just somebody, a group of people decided, a mob decided that they could do what they so choose to do with this person. Often as they did in both of the Clay County cases, as is documented, pulling them out of jail cells where they were being held for due process and hanging them without judge or jury. True. And in a mob setting, and I know, Audrey, that, that really troubles you, doesn't it, the, 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 just the dehumanization of these victims? Yeah, that so many people were watching and thought it was okay to taunt, bring their children, um, post it in the newspapers. Just this sort of public display of hate was so normalized at this time is really sickening to me, and especially that we don't even think about that really, and we don't even acknowledge the kind of pain we caused whole communities. So as, as you build your case or campaign here, and I know you've already told us you won't say no, you're not going to give up, that this is gonna happen in Clay County one way or another. As someone approaches this marker, wherever it might be, what 
what do you want the message to them to be? It's not shaming Clay County, is it? I don't sense that you want to shame no. people there. No, it's not shaming at all. It's realizing that this happened here. It's not just to, you know, feel guilty about having this part of history. It's to know that it happened and know that this this happened back then and that this was something that was normal back then and it's something that we don't want to see ever again um, and to realize that these victims never got their due process they were lynched um, without any sort of trial um, just really kind of almost pays respect to them and for people to walk up and see it is really they can realize that I mean this happened here and we've come a long way since then but we still have a long way to go I'm also fascinated by the fact that this is a citizen-driven initiative the, the uh, Equal Justice Initiative and the museum want citizens to take the ball and run with it so to speak out there they'll they'll launch the campaign later this year they've told us um, AJ that the fact that it's not this museum that's going to go out and place these markers they want local people to embrace it and I think that speaks volumes for what Audrey just said. Absolutely, that, that's correct. Uh, a citizens taking responsibility for this also demonstrate a commitment to an ideal, uh, uh, to, the, to the ideals and principles that our country stands for, freedom, due process, uh, uh, to say what we, what we, what's on our hearts and minds, to protect the First Amendment. Uh, and so this is what she's talking about. And, and people standing up against the mob so that this would, some, nothing like this would ever occur again uh, in our country. For those who want to learn more about the Garrison Cultural Center, and I, I alluded to this earlier, this is an old school yes. that you actually attended as a child. I did. Uh, and you're walking through the halls in some of the very rooms you learned in as a young child. It was an all-black school at the time. Yes, it was. And now it houses the history of African Americans in Clay County. What's what's there to see? What are the hours? How can they how can they come visit? We currently uh, contract with hours are done based upon on appointments. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't have any full time staff. It's all voluntary. It's a non for profit, uh, but we're working toward uh, staffing uh, at least once or twice a week. Uh, but by appointment, uh, our website is uh, www.garrison-school.org. Uh, you can reach us via that. Also, uh, a phone number, um, if I, you want me to repeat please that at do. this point. Please do. A.J. Bird, 816-392-9625. And you touched on it. It was It's a nonprofit. You do some fundraising things to kind of keep the, we do. the memory we, and the history alive. We do have a big event coming up uh, June, in June, Juneteenth celebration, uh, our primary fundraiser where we're going to be sharing what's been going on, what we've been doing as an organization over the course of the year in terms of educating the community about the African-American experience and their history. And we'll post that website on our story at fox4kc.com and that phone number so they can Thank find it there as well. Audrey, I'll give you the last word. I'll ask you again. Um, you're going to make your case at some point, presumably soon, hopefully. Um, it's politics. People have differing opinions. What if they say no? Um. Them saying no isn't going to affect what I'm trying to do. I mean, obviously, it'll just be a roadblock, but I really envision installing this monument in Clay County because I see the importance of it. So I know that 
stopping now would just take the motivation out and I need we need to keep this going we need to keep the ball rolling and get this installed we wish you the best of luck we thank you for sharing your story with us and uh, again the story is posted at fox4kc.com if you didn't have a chance to see it Audrey McBride best of luck AJ thank Bird you. thank you for helping out with the initiative and uh, hopefully folks will come thank, by and thank, see you thank as well. Audrey Andrea and her family for standing up for something, a, a, a good thing, a, a, something that we need to know more about. Indeed. All right, John Holt, thank you very much. Remember, you can find Signal Hill on foxworkkc.com slash podcast. Tell someone to subscribe to Signal Hill. We are available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thanks for subscribing to Signal Hill.